Hi, this is Ann Robertson, the Executive Director of the Massachusetts Bible Society, and this is the Spirit Walkers Devotion for November 2, 2007. This is one of those weeks when there's more in the email version than there is in the podcast, uh, because I have links to things that I'm talking about, and so if you want to get those links and a photograph, you can go to my website, uh, to the podcast page and just look at the look at the text there on the website and that will give you both the links and the picture but the text comes from Joshua chapter 1 verse 9 I hereby command you be strong and courageous do not be frightened or dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go Halloween seems to give a lot of Christians fits but the holiday has always been a part of my life and the life of our family Probably that has a lot to do with my brother, Rob, who's been creating haunted houses for neighborhood kids since his teenage years. We grew up on a lonely old road surrounded by gnarly elm trees whose bare branches made the perfect creepy silhouette against the late October moon. And the stone basement of our 1776 home made for a great atmosphere for Rob's special effects on Halloween night. As an adult, Rob kept it up, and now he's taken over his neighbor's small barn for years and made it into the chief Halloween attraction in his town. One of the links you'll find in the email is a link to one of the local papers write up about it. If you read that, you'll notice in the article a mention of, quote, Robertson's sister in full witch regalia. So, yes, tending Rob's cauldron full of treats and glow sticks is how I spend my Halloweens now, in full costume myself, with a witch puppet on my hands to talk to those who dare to enter. With the addition this year of the animatronic singing skeleton quartet Cindy Skinless and the Decomposers, I also recorded some dialogue and wrote a Halloween carol for them, and another one of the links is to YouTube where my brother filmed them in some of their earlier stages singing. Uh, so if you go to YouTube and look up Cindy Skinless and the Decomposers, that will come up, or you can pull up the email and click on the link. As sick and depraved as all of that might seem, each year I find the experience of being in Rob's haunted barn to be more and more filled with grace. Last year I found myself in a priestly role, despite my witch costume, and I even preached about it the next Sunday at Westford. And again, there's a link in the email to that sermon, which was called The Great High Priest. And you can find it on my website under Bible verses in the New Testament in the sermons section. But this year, I was especially aware of how the barn is forming the character of the kids in the neighborhood. There was a boy about six years old who came into the barn in a lion costume. His mother showed me that he wasn't just any old lion. He had hanging around his neck the badge of courage that gave him away as the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz. She explained that the reason he chose the cowardly lion costume was because the barn had scared him last year, and this year he was determined to overcome that. So he donned the costume of the cowardly lion, but after his gift of courage from the wizard. Then he marched into the barn, he told me of his newfound courage, showed me his badge, and proved the point by reaching into my smoking cauldron for a treat.
pleased as punch and quite brave indeed, he took his mother to the next house, no longer dominated by fear. And there was another one, a younger boy, maybe four years old. He wore a skeleton costume, but simply couldn't bring himself to approach me or to reach into the cauldron, despite the assurances of my witch puppet and his mother that all was well. About half an hour later they were back. He was so mad at himself for being afraid, said his mother, he wanted to come back. And so, with his mother beside him and the witch puppet saying kind things, he screwed up his courage and reached for a glow stick. Victory! He reached out his hand and gave my puppet a high five. The timid fireman took a few more tries. He was older, maybe eight, but quite fearful. He began by walking in a few feet and then trembling, running back out. He stood at the door, and I told him how glad I was to see a fireman around who could keep us all safe. But he didn't come in. He came back a few minutes later, and he did walk in a bit further. He came within a couple of feet of me, but wouldn't get any closer. But he did go closer to Rob's talking skeleton, and some of the spiders and snakes that were scattered around. He came back about five times, all told, each time with a bit more courage. By the last time, he was carrying on long conversations with the talking skeleton. He was able to look into the screaming mirror. And finally, he came over for a hug from the witch. Now, it seems our culture these days is always telling us that we need to be afraid. Our policies seem always to come from fear, fear of terrorists, of losing jobs, of waves of immigrants. Scripture, however, has the opposite message. Three times in the first chapter of Joshua, the people are told, Be strong and courageous. Whenever angels show up in the Bible, their first words are usually, Fear not. And First John tells us that perfect love casts out all fear. I can't do too much about the fear-mongering going on in the culture. But I can dress up in a scary costume once a year, to help little children learn that they don't have to fear those who look different and reward their courage with a treat. The children in towns in Massachusetts were braver on Thursday morning than they were on Wednesday. And I can't help but think that that's a good thing. Will you pray with me? Teach us courage, Lord, that our love may be perfected. Amen. Thank you for subscribing to the Spirit Walkers podcast, which comes out weekly, usually on Friday, but sometimes on Thursday or Saturday. The new byline for the Massachusetts Bible Society is One Book, Many Voices. This is one voice of many, and I hope you enjoy it. I also would love to hear your voice, and if you would like to email me, you can do so at anne, A-N-N-E, at annrobertson.com. You can also visit the Mass Bible Society's website at www massbible.org or my personal website at www.annrobertson.com. I'm glad you're out there. Be sure to add your one voice to the many.